And now, the Wadfam Chalkpod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, we're back this week to talk about episode 517. It's all about me. Yes. Andrew's life motto. It is all about me. I would say every there's a there's a Tupac song called "It's All About You," and like the the hook of the song is like "It's all about you." And and every time like when I'm reading the name, I'm like "It's all about me." <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't uh, help it. I can't help it. That, you know, Tupac and Odyssey. The overlaps are are yeah. are many. Basically mm. the same. Right. I'm surprised Tupac's the not a character in Odyssey. One circle. <laughs> Um, what's the, uh, what's the, the production notes or whatever oh, we're calling it? The, 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 the context. The context. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Writers and whatnot. Um, this is, uh, episode written by Marshall Younger and Kathy Buchanan, directed okay. by Bob Hoos. So presumably Kathy Buchanan did all the Connie Mitch stuff? That's typically That's what, what she, she does. does. Okay. That's yeah. odd that they would. Okay. Yeah. All right. If it was like a really plot heavy episode, or if like <laughs> something else was happening, that makes sense. But it seems odd. That yeah, she but like do the whole thing. It's yeah, I I agree. I like though at least that they have some consistency and that she almost always does Connie and Mitch stuff. You know, sexism aside, right? I mean, aside from like the last episode, which she was not involved in, and did it show? Maybe yeah, a, well, eh. last episode wasn't the worst Connie and Mitch episode. No, this one is not good yeah. and the one before that is not good so maybe maybe the problem is yeah maybe kathy is the problem <laughs> she was going through a rough period in time oh man so uh we've jumped ahead now to uh this is album 40 out of control and this was track five on that album yeah it aired on may 17th 2003 which puts it three months after 507 which was the last episode we covered presumably. absolutely yeah that's Oh, we were just talking about this before. Um, like, this is an album that I had, and I didn't realize it until I started, like, listening to it to prepare. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I know this entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> it's really weird, like, how, like, because I didn't, I knew mostly of what was going to happen, like, once it got started. But it was just so familiar. It was like, I know I've heard this so, so many times, but I, st- I don't remember what it, what it is. Like, I don't remember what's happening. Yeah. So that was yeah. that was cool. It's it's so interesting too. Like in this era of Odyssey, yeah, they are most weeks you get a new episode. Yeah, and so three months before we were covering a different album. Yeah, and which like is crazy. this one airs and it's on the next album. Whereas now they only do six episodes albums and they do like one in the fall one in the spring and the rest of the year is reruns well they like, do i i was reading something i think about it on reddit and they were talking and i think they do 12 to the public and then 12 for the aio club yeah or whatever yeah they do they do two six episode public albums two six episode paywalled albums yeah um i mean time we, to... we're, we've we've uh, checked all the boxes uh roll the promo oh yeah that's that's the thing we do on the next Adventures in Odyssey, Kids Radio has a new radio host. Ask Dr. Wise. Seems like he has answers to important questions. Yeah, Dr. Wise, how do you broil a salmon? But there's somebody else that has the town talking. And I've got to get the scoop on Prank Man. Who is Dr. Wise? Who is Prank Man? And how do you broil a salmon? These are just hard questions, but find out on the next Adventures in Odyssey. Why did they make the Dr. Wise thing a mystery? I don't know. And also, is that Hawaii Five O music? <laughs> it's got a weird surf sound thing going. Who is Dr. Wise? Yeah. It, it, it's Mitch. It, Spoiler it's Mitch. alert. It's Mitch. It's Mitch. We get your favorite character in this episode. Or the one that you relate to the most. Yeah, dude. My buddy, my buddy Trent. Making his uh, Odyssey debut, it makes sense that that's okay. that that's the one I I relate. My to. question, my question for you while I was listening to this episode is: Do you have a Jared for your Trent? No, no, not really. Okay, but honestly, though, like Jared and Trent don't really coexist not on much. this show. No, the, and there's there's a little bit there's. 
a lot of issues with the way they handled this. But so basically the actor playing Jared Mm -hmm. is going through puberty at this point. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so they're worried about the voice change. And this is a literal quote from the uh, the official guide yeah. under, in which they in, uh, Nathan Hoover was writing, We couldn't keep Jared on the show for very long because the actor's voice had changed, and it seemed odd for a teenager to fixate on adult conspiracies. We hoped his brother Trent could carry on the imaginative Dwight tradition, but in a different way from his brother. I don't think that that's true <laughs> i feel like there's just as many conspiracy theorists adults as there are children but it's yeah no i'm with you yeah I, I'm like it's, it's they have to do a lot of weird gymnastics to make this happen um and so i'm just i'm just gonna get into it because i'm go for it frustrated with some soapbox so, get on it okay so we're just gonna do a deep dive into trent jared the dwight family whatever right now go for it uh first off when trent shows up in this episode he sounds so young initially like six where i was like oh man oh is that the one where he like buries all the money no no no. in this episode i'm saying oh okay yeah yeah when like we first hear him i'm like oh man trent is like tiny yeah like it just it just has a weird feel to it where the where the actor is is obviously making his voice sound younger than it even is marshall younger no (laughs) not not that okay something i don't know if we've talked about before but like of interesting note within odyssey is they hire kids to voice kids yeah which is not true of most animation no. Like... Uh, they hire Nick Kroll. <laughs> or they hire, like, for most of your, um, like, Nickelodeon, Disney, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing, it's adults voicing kids. And or if at least late teenagers, like... Yeah, a lot of times it's, like, proper, like, voice acting adults, especially there's a lot of... Um, oh, man, I wish I could think of who the person is, but... um. Fairly Odd Parents, Timmy Turner. Yeah, voiced by a woman. Yep. Like that's the yeah, sort and of SpongeBob thing. SpongeBob, voiced by a like an old man. Older yeah. Man. Is if, he if you, and so it's a, it's an interesting thing, for Odyssey that they use kids that to they voice kids. always use kids to voice kids, which in a lot of ways I respect, but it leads to issues like this where they're like, our character is kind of aging out of this, or like they have a similar thing with jimmy barkley mm-hmm. where they like give him a puberty arc because the actor's Actor voice is changing yeah um and so which i just i i guess i just don't understand why they don't just do that like it makes sense for if you have reoccurring kid characters for them to go through awkward middle school phases like yeah. that's a thing but it's the problem is in casting kids Mm-hmm. to play these roles but then never giving anyone ages ever yeah you get into weird things and so one of the things that's weird in this episode is in episode 375 okay. so like almost the episodes from now what no no three 375 oh, 375 is, 200 episodes ago right 200 and... 125 whatever yeah. in the past th- is when we first hear about Trent, mm-hmm. and it's Jared referencing his younger brother who's two. Oh. Hmm. But okay. At that same time, how old's Jared? Like probably. Presumably the same age he is now. Like that's the problem with, with this is he is. I've always the, imagined him as like. There's a. Well, say what you were going to say. I said, I always, I always imagine Odyssey within, like, the spectrum of, like, first through eighth grade, pretty much. Unless yeah. otherwise specified that they're unless in high school. Unless someone specifically... Like, Donna Barkley was definitely in, like, high school and stuff like that. There's... Like, I th- Aubrey was in high school, like, 
you you definitely get some characters, but most of the time, like when I you know when in my head, Jared was always like the weird kid in fourth grade that you know was checking the napkin dispensers for bugs and stuff like that. Like, like that's yeah. I guess yeah. The so the issue is because we never get ages. We kind of have to go off of, like, generations and who hangs out with who and that sort of thing. Yeah. Which Odyssey has more consistency in. But our weird thing here is, so the big thing with Jared is that he was next door neighbors with Sarah. Yeah. And Sarah hangs out with Mandy a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they were kind of a peer group. Yeah. Then we transition to um, Novacom stuff. Novacom stuff. The Dwights move away. Sarah gets transitioned out. Like, Novacom's kind of the end of Sarah. Yeah. Mandy continues on, and Liz, who shows up in this episode, comes on to be the the new new Sarah Sarah in a lot of ways. Then we get, okay, we're getting rid of Jared, so we'll just quick age up his younger brother to be... It's close in age to Jared, and then, like, I don't know, semi-spoiler for the future, but, like, Trent and Mandy become an item. Do they really? Yeah. Like, that's, that's like, a, I don't know, or at least subtextually. Like, there is a romantic subplot between Trent and Mandy for a long time in the show. There's even, like, a... Four years. Four-year th- difference. You have... Like, well, primary school and then middle school is, like, 5th through 8th or whatever. Like, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. And if Jared's four years older, then if Trent's two, You're, you're saying, Jared's where are you six. getting the four years, though? I'm just trying to think of the maximum age right. gap where people could still be in school together. And also have it be not incredibly weird that Mandy and Trent were a thing. Right. So, so they basically just recast jared as trent can create him as a new character but for whatever reason decide we still want him to be jared's younger brother and it's a weird choice because they barely overlap on the show yeah like there's just a couple transition episodes you could have introduced trent as a new character it's cool that you're trying to tie him in but you have to do all these weird gymnastics where suddenly you've aged up trent and then he suddenly is with the same peers as yeah as his brother previously and then are romantically involved which is odd that's like that's where i'm like it's and so and so i think maybe we could argue that jared Mm -hmm. hung out with sarah and sarah's like mandy was younger than was younger than sarah and just kind of tug along Must with her and yeah. so like that's how we do it but that doesn't get us past the po- point where trent is two yes you know and then is all of a sudden in seventh grade presumably? right like, like he's aged up 11 he's years in, in like three <laughs> in middle school so yeah so that whole thing is weird and then on top of that Rodney is still in the yeah. same building <laughs> and he has been there since the beginning, beginning of, of the us. show like Rodney, who terrorized Jimmy Barkley, yep, is, is uh, still, still terrorizing here. people <laughs> in the same building. And so, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think they finally get rid of him, but it takes far too long. Yeah, no, I think, I think by the the kind of next big transition for Odyssey happens around album 50 yeah when That's they kind have of like the pivot the, point don't they have an album where it's pretty much entirely just like giving old characters a last hurrah yes which is 50 oh yeah they 50. were like this is our 50th album we're gonna kind of bring people back for stuff and phase out and then i think i think 51 relaunches with like with a new wit with new wit with new kids mm-hmm. um and a lot of that stuff yeah. So, and those kids have continued up until current. Yeah, like um, that's like Buck and Matt and all those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are the only kids' names I know of. The yeah, I think there's. I'm uh, sure there's more that I know. It doesn't. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. But, um, 
But so yeah. basically, this episode, uh, yeah, uh, we just, have we've got weird age stuff. Just yeah, we there's a lot of weird age stuff. Um, basically, the beginning is um, Connie and Mitch are at wit's end. Connie's trying to entertain Mitch and like try kind of trying to keep him in Odyssey. It sounds like it's big, like it sounds like he's accepted the job at yeah the FBI or pretty he, much yeah he's is. it seems like he's kind of made up his mind. He talks about being bored, being around here, being from Boston. There's yeah. just nothing to do in Odyssey. Which There's not is, that much to do in Boston. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the VeggieTales got it wrong. It's pretty in the fall, but that's just that's about it. It's it's a weird. I don't know. It's weird because we haven't really like. I think it could have been justified that Mitch wants to go to the FBI without him being like, it's boring around here. Like that hasn't really seemed like his character. Um, yeah, I don't I, quite understand that. The, the Yeah. Getting fed up with the small town life was like, I was like, maybe they're preparing. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an interesting thing. He's so, yeah. And he's trying to, He's trying to like convince her like there's flights from Vir- what from Odyssey because Odyssey has an airport right uh, Odyssey to Virginia. Virginia which if Odyssey is a uh, Chicago esque location it's yeah. near Chicago that puts it at you know a two hour flight nonstop for about one hundred eighty dollars. The- there's no way it's there's no way it's two hours. What? No, this is this is a legitimate thing I looked up because I... Oh, uh, from Chicago to Virginia? I don't know why. Yeah, from Chicago to D.C. Oh, from Chicago to D.C. is $180. Yep, two-hour flight, nonstop. That's 180 round trip. Oh, okay. so that's fair. No, it's not not that bad. It's uh, 700 miles, 12 hours driving. Yeah, this is the you're gonna have to, dumbest you know, research I've ever put into this show. Well, you're, I mean, you're going to have to pay for separate lodging like, because, you know, you're not allowed to stay together. That's no. true. <laughs> Although, well, yeah. Yeah. Anywho, there's, there, there's options, but there's options. There's got to be someone they you know in DC, right? I, yeah. Oh, okay. That, We're that, not that, saying that. No, that causes <laughs> the same problem because I was gonna say that too, and then I was like, oh wait, that doesn't actually change things. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. And then, yeah. So basically, and Connie's attempt to keep him around is like, you just need something to do. We'll give you your own show on kids' radio. Yeah. And so, which is. Um, a, dumb idea yeah but and then jared kind of comes in well so oh, okay. we get Go a weird it. thing with so trent comes in first yes and is talking to connie and then jared shows up yeah and it's this big reveal for us as the audience that like oh trent's brother is jared because okay. this is our first introduction to trent is it really yeah okay so we staged it's staged because yeah he was mentioned you know yeah. years ago but this is our first actual him being here and so it's staged as this whole like they're referencing his brother being outside yeah. and then we hear the voice and it then he walks in and they're like it's jared and then he just freaking he just walks straight up to uh to connie's like i need some advice right <laughs> yeah and and it's established too that connie and mitch know trent and yeah. Jared, and yeah. the fact that the two of them are related. Yeah, and um, then... But it's supposed to be a reveal to us. And then we get, the a, uh, we get a top-notch line, so she's, he's asking about joining the biology club, and then... Yeah. This is a line that sticks in my head, but the uh, I've, I've never heard of anything more dripping of geekism than being in the biology club. Yeah. The the thing I the thing I, I personally relate to, he's talking about the, the skeleton thing, and the yeah. line that cracks me up is him you know they're saying skeletons aren't cheap and mitch says i wouldn't sell mine, mine for, for anything, anything. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, yeah i wouldn't sell mine I for would, anything and it's just like it's a real quick like throwaway. nobody acknowledges it but i'm just like laughing real hard yeah oh yeah that's great and i kind of believe that he has a skeleton <laughs> no he was talking about the one in his body Oh, I thought he was making a joke about like, haha, I have skeletons too. No, 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 no. I, I am pretty sure the joke's not that he's he talking about skeletons. like a biological He's talking skeleton. about the skeleton that he is. Like, oh, I wouldn't sell that for anything. That's then I'd just be a meat sack. <laughs> New merch idea. Meat sack. <laughs> I just uh, want... Is there any character art of Mitch? Yeah. Okay. That's it, what we need. It's not good character arc. 
Art. Art. art, art. It's uh, it's it's from. Art. I think it's from the next album. It's like him in the back seat of a blacked out car, and we just like see his head through a window. Oh, so. Well, I mean, I guess they have established that he is what like. Bob, brown hair, green eyes, blonde hair, green eyes, brown hair, brown hair, green eyes, brown. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Anyway, not important. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> getting um, lost, daydreaming about Mitchell. Um, yeah oh boy um and so jared's just like i don't know crazy over the top just going off about yeah this that and the other thing and yeah i don't know there's there's his his conspiracy stuff is whatever and i like like the best part of this scene for me because i am glad that Jared essentially gets replaced by Trent because yeah. his conspiracy stuff gets a little old. And I think Cal does it better. Yeah. Where Cal's is more dialed in and Jared's like Cal, like Kyle to 11. Yeah. Where he's just like, <laughs> yeah. Cal is, Cal is like, he's a, like, it seems like his is a lot of influenced by him just being young. Whereas Jared just seems like he's a genuine crazy person. Right. Like Cal's and, like, it's like in the movies and, and Jared's yeah. like, she's going to kill me with her cane. The birds outside are yeah. cameras. But I mean, and maybe that is the thing Bird that they it. were mentioning of like, it might be like time for us to get rid of him because it's weird for a guy who sounds like this to be yeah. obsessed with these yeah. conspiracies, which, you know, maybe, maybe they're right. But well, we also have like a does know thirty-something year old man, mailman with a slide in his house that writes like national selling comic books. So there's you're, that. You're right. <laughs> you're you're very right. Um, <laughs> no, hey, Wooten's the best. One of my favorite characters. <laughs> um, yeah, I the the nice thing here is just Trent not putting up with Jared being yeah. ridiculous. Him exactly. Just, like doing the brother thing and just being like. <sighs> Like I have to live Whatever. with this. Yeah, exactly. Like I like that Trent is this. He's the grounding kid who force. sounds like he's two. Yeah, but is like over it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's so over it. It's so good. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know. Like it's kind of like. I remember when my older sister started like being interested in boys and stuff, and they would come over to the house, like, you know, saying stuff to my parents, like, oh, she's just so boy crazy, and I'm like. I was, like, maybe six at the time. Like, I don't know anything. But I'm yeah. also, like, you know... Stupid younger sibling stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's cute. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Basically, Mitch offers some advice, and this is how we get Connie saying, like, you should have an advice show on yeah. kids' radio. Yeah. And then... Uh, and <laughs> it's a bad idea. It's not exciting this is not going to be the thing that makes mitch stay if anything's going to make mitch stay it's the fact that last episode he He started started a business business. (laughs) yeah oh my (sighs) yeah (laughs) yeah that didn't last oh well yeah maybe the fbi saw his listing on google yeah why is it that brought up that would be so nice. That that last episode... It's not even that long ago. It's so out of context. Like, yeah. It, they, they really did not know what they were doing. Yeah, it does feel like... <laughs> you ever put together a jigsaw puzzle and there's just one piece that doesn't have the, like, you know, paper part that has the... That has, like, the actual picture on it? And so when you put it together, there's just, like, one brown splotch? That's what that episode feels like. Yeah, I, I, I buy it. Okay. Um, you clearly haven't used as many uh, Goodwill jigsaw, jigsaw no, puzzles. As no, me. we we buy we buy only the best. My dad's a big puzzler. Um, so so kind of, Mitch is like, I don't know. This is such a great idea. I'm not great about relationships. Look at my relationship with you. Yeet. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. That was. Yeah, more than I was expecting. Yeah. Because he's not wrong. No. But it's still like. That's a gut punch. It is a gut punch. Anyways. And it's kind of glossed over. Yeah. Oh, it's very much glossed over. It's just a laugh line. Yeah. But that's, uh, yeah, maybe maybe talk about that. Um, and then we get really weird sound engineering um, where Wit comes into the mm-hmm. building and we find out that he's carrying grocery bags, but it sounds like he's like 
in an Iron Man suit or something. Yeah. Like it's it's lots I, of clinking. Not not a not a fan. Like it's it sounds big. You done missed like, it. Like not even it. Iron Man, but like the uh is the Iron Monger? What's what's the what's the bad guy in the first Iron Man that's like Oh Or or even just like the Hawkbuster suit to go yeah. more more recent. It's, Iron Patriot. He sounds enormous. Yeah. Uh yeah. Very large, very clunky clunky wit. Yeah. My favorite wit. And uh, then Jared and so basically it cuts to um Jared and Trent being at school. It's like after school. I think it's like Jared picking up Trent or something from class. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I've got to go put away these skeletons. Well, yeah, it's they they kind of set it up with him. He got thrown in the mud. Yeah. Um, Which Rodney Rodney shoves Jared in the mud. And that puddle sounds Whatever. huge. That puddle sounds it sounds like he was thrown into a pool. Yeah. It's so yeah. loud. And also, just, is the recorder waterproof? How did this work? Uh, Rodney is just uh, Moving uh, on. We just, just, but yeah. Just move so, on. Just so move yeah, on. So they, they have a good thing here. And I assume it's in other episodes, but I don't actually remember where mm-hmm. Jared's recording himself, which is a really good way to yeah. get... Exposition. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> to For him to explain what's going on when he doesn't have any scene partners and he can't have any because this is a secret thing. Yeah. Um, And so he... Yeah, he sticks the skeleton in Rodney's locker. Yeah. That's um, a great prank. And... Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Kind of a jerk move. Yep. Screwing over his brother like that, but oh well. And so we cut to the next day in school, and... Rodney's picking on... Is it Jared or Trent that he's picking on? Well, first he shoves Liz. Yeah. And then he takes Trent's hat. Yeah. Which Trent should not be wearing a hat in school. Whatever. And I, I like... They have, like, in the background, Liz just being like, Come on, Rodney. Yeah. Just like, stop it, you idiot <laughs> you are a fully grown man in middle school picking on a presumably uh, yeah. eight-year-old <laughs> yeah and so he opens the locker skeleton falls out wow mommy <laughs> yeah everyone's freaking he goes to shove trent in the locker yeah yeah and the skeleton to... falls yeah. out yeah um and then what an interesting skeleton sound effect sounds like rattly bones yeah it does it, it it's like i don't know they sound. Never mind. Never mind. Um, and so, what well, we go from there to ask Doctor Wise? Oh boy, which is a dumb title for a dumb concept. That's just Connie doing a device show using Mitch as her voice, but then getting pissed off that Mitch is her voice. Yep, exactly. Well, I mean, it starts out as like you should have an advice show, and then he doesn't know the answer, and then so they're constantly they cutting just the break. And... Go to commercial every time there's a question. You can say I don't know on an advice show. Yeah, it's I. It's dumb. Anyways, that'd first... be like that would be like like <laughs> that'd be like calling Target's customer service. Asking them how to build a table, and instead of them being like, I don't know, read the manual, they're like, let me go get the person who invented that table, and then put you on hold. Yeah. It's bad. The first caller is Marvin Washington. Yeah. if you're listening along with us, is the first time we've heard him. Um, Gotta love Marvin. Yeah. Cool character. And Uh, he's, well, and it ties back into Novacom stuff, because Marvin Washington is... um, Wait, no, it doesn't. It doesn't tie into Novacom at all. Marvin's dad now runs Witsend in Connellsville. Yes, yes. um, At this point. I I was confusing Marvin with the Shepherds. Oh, gotcha. And so Marvin is talking about, like, his sister. His little sister keeps coming in to mess with his comic books. Yeah. Uh, Tamika is older than him. Yes. He does not, in fact, have a little sister. And this is a weird continuity drop the ball thing that Odyssey has done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Unless there's a secret little sister we don't know about. No, but there's a secret older brother that we never talk about. That's also true, yeah. But, yeah. So. We're doing great, guys. Whatever. We're doing great. I was just like, little sister. Tamika is definitely older, right? And then I like deep dove and was like, "Yeah, she's older." Whatever. You're doing great. You're doing great. So, so yeah. So Mitch, I will note the production quality is really good. 
It does sound like they're doing a radio show. Yeah. They do that very well. Yes. Production quality, great. Top Mitch. Writing. Oof. Mitch talks about how he can do like a set of, make a lock out of a cheese grater. And a bobby pin. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. And then Connie cuts him off with a commercial to say like, hey, you can't say that this is the family show. Like, you know. Like how we're not supposed to say friggin'. Yeah, exactly, because we're a family. We're not a family show. <laughs> This is not a family show. No. Um, and so... Christian Fun Odyssey Edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. We, we tell a line. Um, the The... Uh, so... Go for it. Connie responds with the perfect response and continues to for the rest of the show... Every question that comes in is ridiculous. For this episode, or like for this session yeah. of them doing it, is a ridiculous question that Mitch has no idea to answer, and Connie somehow knows all the answers perfectly. Except for getting getting lipstick out of a sweater vastly makes sense. What? One of the questions is how yeah. to get lipstick out of right, a sweater. But Connie like, gives she would, the answer. She would know oh, that. Oh, she though. would it makes sense that she would know. I'm not saying that there's instances in which it doesn't make sense she would know. And But honestly, it is a little bit this, like how do you make drapes? How do you broil a salmon? Yeah. And Yeah. It's and I think that there's a point early on, it might even be with Jimmy where Connie kinda learns this lesson of like, you know, be careful when you give the kids advice because like Yeah they're looking up to you and the yeah. parents will hold you accountable and all that stuff. So it makes sense that she knows how to handle this stuff better than Mitch, but she does a phenomenal job answering every stupid question that comes in. Mitch knows nothing. She should be running the show. Ah, yeah. So, so what we then it's Trent and Jared talking about the skeleton mm-hmm. and Jared's, talking about like oh the classroom like i just don't understand why connie wouldn't just jump in and sit down next like i get that she's like a producer and stuff but like right i would be a lot more interested in them being boyfriend and girlfriend and sitting down and giving advice yes than yes whatever the heck dr wise and um was it professor something or other yeah which is her thing written down later but yeah professor brilliant there you go yes Um, this this episode as hinted at by the promo, is just full of the worst names. Yes. Because uh, Prank Man yep. is, is what the, So bad. It's incredibly bad. Liz has decided to call the person who put the thing in the lock. Um, then And then Jared, you know, or, yeah. I have, one, I have one side note I would like to say before we move on. The ad... With Dreams by Constance, the okay. guy who voices it is the same guy that does the ads for the Adventures in Odyssey Club. Oh, interesting. It's like Dreams by Constance. And it's a, I, I didn't realize it until this time that it's the same guy that's like, Odyssey News, scoops and reviews. That's funny. <laughs> it's the same man. That's really funny. I don't know who it is, but yeah. now um, I know. Because the... I thought it was weird that Connie doesn't do her own ads for her own business. Yes, <laughs> I, it is weird. Um, Jared talks about like, you know, he got the skeleton into the locker mm-hmm. by using a pressure point on yeah. the locker. The only reason I'm even bringing this up is because I have 100% quoted Jared on that fact. There's a pressure point in the locker that you can use to get in? As like, uh, yeah. In, okay, so can, you, we, can you actually do that? No. I don't think so. So we, we've talked a little bit in the past about how... How, like, when we were talking about stuff with Cal and Alex, and I was yeah. talking about, like, how much I relate to that, like, being a kid and, like, trying to figure things out and pretend like you know stuff and whatnot. Yeah. But I'm realizing now that I'm relating to that from them because as a kid, I took inspiration from them. Like, I legitimately think I modeled behaviors as a child off of this show. Oh, for and sure. And now I'm just looking at it like, oh, that's weird how much I relate to it. And so this pressure point thing came up and I was like, shoot, I have 100% at some point, probably in middle school, trying to sound like I know stuff brought up like, oh, like if you press here on a locker, like you can pop it open and whatever. Like it's it's something yeah. that I have definitely said oh yeah oh yeah and so that was that's fun uncomfortable to find out 
There's so this is a journey of self discovery. We didn't realize it. Yeah, we didn't realize it, but it's a yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, Liz calls in. Yeah. yeah, and is asking about. Um, oh wait, I'm sorry. I I skipped something. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kids Radio gets a review, of the um the the yeah. Doctor Wise. Who who's writing reviews for Kids Radio? That makes no sense. I mean, I get it's a small town and whatever, but like, what? Who? Yeah. You get it, who? Because it's the Odyssey Owl. Um, oh. <laughs> that's the school paper uh, callback, is... which is, it's it's good. And I don't know, I like that, that that's the Odyssey school mascot is yeah, the, the owl. owl. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have freaking, freaking reviews for radio shows, whatever. And it's yeah. like, apparently they've done it every day for a week. It seems like, because it's like, because Connie says like, oh, it's only been the first week. And then, um, basically the review is really good. Basically it's saying like, Mitch knows everything. This is phenomenal, except his producer keeps cutting in. Yeah. And it's like, guys, I feel like if you're listening to it on the radio. You have you, to know. You have to be able to think, no show commercial breaks that often. Except for sports radio. Right. Which, that sucks. Sports radio is the worst. They do, like, the right, the right. No, 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 you, you, you misspoke. Radio's the worst. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, the thing that sucks is that they do, they have ads, and then they cut back from the ads, and then the hosts read ads. And I was like, I don't want to hear about Postmates. I just listened about a local car dealership for like three minutes. That's, I just want to learn who funny. won last night. That's all. You know, this is a really good uh, segue to our first sponsor! I'm kidding. Oh, I wish we that was was... <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The kids, the kids really make this episode. I would say because basically yeah. Connie then comes back the next time and is like, you know, like I think this would work better as a couple show. And then we do like so now it's Doctor Wise and Professor Brilliant, and they're just fighting on air about and it's so questions. bad. Connie cuts off Mitch when Mitch thinks he has the answer, and so he is mad. But now. Mitch has it, the answer because it's about investigative stuff. Because Liz calls in because she's the reporter right. for the paper, and she's like, "I need to find out who Prank Man is." Yeah, and Connie's like, "Uh, don't answer that. Just tell her it doesn't matter. It's gonna blow over." And Mitch is like, "Yeah, but like, I, I worked for the FBI <laughs> with the FBI with the FBI with the FBI. But like, I was actually corp- I did corporate FBI. espionage at Novacom. Yeah. I know how to figure out who stuffed the skeleton in the locker. Yep. Um, and so he's like, so, but Mitch, for some reason, knows offhand that the skeletons would need signing out. No, because he was there when Trent came oh! in earlier and was asking and said, yeah, they're the only people that um, can sign the, right. the skeletons the biology out. biology club is the only people that can sign them out. And then Mitch uses Continuity. Look at that. It's so there clever. It yep. Because um, I thought the same thing. I was like, wait, how does he know this? And then I remembered. Um, and so, yeah. And then Trent is hailed at school the next day for being prank man. And yeah, I... Yeah, so, so yeah. So they think it's Trent. Trent's mad. They, yeah. they think it's him because he's going to get in trouble and Jared's... No, he's already gotten in trouble. Right, he's yeah. already gotten in trouble. And Jared's mad because he wants the glory Yeah, in a parallel to Connie wanting the Dr. Wise glory because this episode wants to hit you over the head with the per- point of it. Of course. Um, yeah. And so then uh, Liz is like, oh, we're going to put this on the front page of the Odyssey Owl. Yeah. Who cares? Whatever. Um, and then... What? Uh, Jared hides oh, a note I, in, the, my, in the locker. My only, yeah. Go for it. My thing here is it's weird that the the Odyssey Owl, like, is a student newspaper at, I guess this is Odyssey Middle? Must be. That, that these, or, I don't know, is Odyssey small enough that it only has, like, one school that everyone goes to? It might that would make I, more sense. My thought is there's like a primary and a secondary, and the primary yeah. is first through eighth, and then secondary is right, high school. Maybe. Or it could be yeah. like a. You yeah, know. I, I feel like Odyssey High maybe is specifically mentioned yeah. at points, but maybe the middle and elementary. Like well, maybe there's, like there's a, later episodes where it's Odyssey High. Like yeah, yeah, maybe maybe thing. like there's a K through eight, and then the yeah. high school or something. Anyways, the. I just. It's. I don't know. 
it's cool if they have a newspaper. It's weird that Liz has like this much power. Yeah. Is it like what kind of oversight is there that would be like you can put a prank on the front news? Yeah. Right. Front like the, the front page is going to be you revealing the identity of who prank like man. S- stuffed a skeleton in Rodney's locker. Like I feel like that's maybe like a suspendable offense. Yeah. Not that a, doesn't like, that publish that on the front seem like page. an abuse of power. Yeah. A bit. Um, and then <sighs> basically Trent wants the or I'm sorry, uh, Jared wants the glory. Jared puts a note um with the tape that he was recording when he devised the plan to put the skeleton in the locker and he right. puts the tape in the thing yeah uh puts it in what was it it's Liz's locker yeah and then Liz finds it then Liz is talking to Jared and Jared's like oh I guess I'm just humble or whatever cuz she's yeah. like wow you're you're you know I like we don't know who we don't know who you know put this in there um yeah and then basically and then, dude, I'm trying so hard to sound enthused. I just can't. no, no, no. I, I seriously, yeah, I, I feel I'm bad. Sorry, I'm sorry, Chalk Squad. No, it's okay. Just... It's okay. It's just it seems like there's a lot of just like it. It feels like I'm being beat upside the head with this. Basically, what ends up happening is, um, Liz basically says that Mitch is going to help her fingerprint the note, which. Yep. What? How? Whatever. Right, but I don't. I'm actually curious if like it does sound like something that he probably would have done. But also, it could just be a bluff because Liz has proven to be like a great journalist. So that's kind of would be kind of funny. Yeah. If she was just like, oh, I talked to Doctor Wise, and yeah, you know, it's Mitch. He worked with the FBI. Like, I'm gonna get fingerprints, and then she's just like standing there waiting for Jared to try and break, break in, in the locker and steal the tape back. And then she's like, oh, you used a pressure point like you did before. You're pretty good at that. Blah, 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 blah. Pathetic man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they rebrand him as Pathetic Man. Uh, And that's what's published. And she's really mad at him for being so self-centered and, like, pretending to be humble. Yeah. um, Not being willing to take the credit. Yeah. Um, And then... Which, like, this... Go for it. There's a way to frame this better where Jared is like where Trent's getting in trouble and Jared jumps in front of the jumps bullet. in front to, you know, help his brother out. And in the process, accidentally becomes the hero of the story. Yeah. Instead, they're very much like, no, Jared, like, really wants to be recognized because this prank is like the prank of the century. And it's so clever that he shoved a skeleton skeleton in rodney's locker which they must have really big lockers yeah um because you could not fit a skeleton in my locker at least not an assembled one yeah and didn't he say like my locker's pretty small just small and you're small enough to fit in it or something something like that you're small enough to fit in my locker yeah yeah maybe maybe it was a child skeleton must be (laughs) How unsettling is that as a mental image? What about a dog skeleton? <laughs> we don't know that it's human. <laughs> Could be like a turtle. Uh, yeah. Turtle Bones. That's the name of my new punk rock band. Uh, um, so yeah, and she's just got this like classic journal. Like, gotcha. Gotcha. I'm going to publish this. The public deserves to know. Yeah, and then basically Connie... Everyone hates him. Yeah, and, and then... There's a conversation with Connie and Wit where yeah. Connie is just so like, I wish I didn't have to like share this with Mitch and Connie yeah. and Wit's basically like, Connie, you're being unreasonable. And she's like, yeah, but like he wears Argyle socks with tennis shoes. doesn't matter if you're wearing shorts. I mean, if, if, as long as you're not wearing shorts. I've done it. Yeah. I wear Argyle socks with tennis shoes all the time. You just wear sweatpants. Nobody knows. Yeah. I, I mean, I also like... If ten, tennis shoes is just general sneakers, I assume like Converse and Vans fall under that, and they look fine with argyle socks. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Come at me if my fashion's bad. You know where to find us at <laughs> the, the Wad Sam Chalkpod <laughs> on Twitter. We made it so long without plugging it. I'm proud. I of know. I just don't have the energy to. Yeah, I don't know. This episode's taken a lot from me. Yeah, um, I. Don't, I mean, so, what is? Yeah, basically, yeah, and then we end with. Connie and Mitch getting back from rollerblading seem to be on better terms. Yeah. Mitch goes to give advice to the kids and it's really bad and he walks away. 
conveniently and then they're all like oh yeah your bitch is really your your advice was really his advice was so bad and it wasn't that bad he was just like laugh it off like yeah like yeah and then and they kind of like change his voice acting to make him sound like super confident like i'm the advice man or whatever it is but it's well acted but but also yeah there's no i don't know we don't get the sense that mitch feels like he's becoming confident and good with advice more just that he was getting upset that tired Connie of Connie. is like this. Yeah, so so the moral of the episode is hey, like you be humble. Don't don't always try and take credit for everything. And also don't <sighs> be a crazy girlfriend that like controls your boyfriend and keeps him from going to the FBI. Yeah. That would also be nice. Yeah. Let people do their I, own thing. This episode does nothing for Connie and Mitch. It introduces Trent, who I'm a big fan fan of but in a clunky way yeah to some some respect but i appreciate it as like a passing the baton episode i just all of the connie and mitch stuff is just like your relationship seems bad i i guess we're gonna be happy if you guys don't make it through this i don't i don't know what we're i don't know what i get what this episode is trying to do as far as like a moral goes I don't get what this episode is trying to do in developing the relationship between Connie and Mitch. Other than, like, is it trying to drive them apart? But then they seem totally on board at the end of it. Yeah, I I don't know. I think it's kind of like a, well, we're kids, petty squabble, whatever, move on, let's go rollerblading. And, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just... Yeah. I mean, my final thoughts, I guess, are just like... I don't know. I'm... I really this this arc for Connie is not great and I just I'm not seeing enough of the other side of the coin for me to be like to accept it, you know what I mean? Like she yeah. seems like she's just a child. Yes. She seems like she's a kid. Mitch seems kind of cold to yep. what what it is. Like it it seems like he doesn't feel bad about the idea of leaving at all. Right. Which is right. We've been sold so hard on their relationship, being and then so at this good. point, it's like Connie is the anchor tying Mitch to Odyssey, and he would be fine moving away, but she won't let him. And I don't like that. Yeah, it, it feels like they're not doing right by what they've set up. Well, with their and they set up, and maybe maybe it's because they changed their mind that they didn't want to keep him around as much, but they set it up to be like, "This is my soulmate." Like, right? This isn't and Connie th- having a crush. This is. Connie in a serious relationship that is taking steps to make it work. Like Yeah, and then like setting up like, oh, we're gonna take some steps back, and then not taking steps back, and then being like our relationship is, you know, on the fritz, and then being like, well, it's it's better. Like it resolves itself at the end of every episode, but it when you're re when you're listening to them all in this way, it just seems like their relationship is not great. Yeah, under under a microscope, it just and- there's not enough good there for it to be like to instill any sort of like good feelings and it's weird because it's not as though it's not as though they're having to do things that they have to with some characters where it's like we are losing this voice actor so we have to do gymnastics to make story changes that act to this because they're gonna keep around steve burns because he's the voice of rodney like he's not going anywhere no he's not done so why why does it feel like they're, I don't know, they're rushing the Mitch storyline to try and get it to a place as quickly as possible? Yeah. I Oh, well. Like, the like thinking about the Eugene and Katrina parallel, that was a relationship that was peppered in, both with episodes where it was the centerpiece and things where it was in the background for a, a long, long time. time. Yeah. To set up like they have, they're building a relationship. It's got its ups and downs, but like it's building towards something. And this one's like, it's falling apart, but we don't want you guys to know it's falling apart. Yeah. I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Yeah. Come I... at me. Like I'm, I'm genuinely like if, if people have really good feelings about this episode, I want to hear them because I started out the episode like when I had listened I to it, I like the kids dynamic. I didn't right. I didn't hate it on my listen through, but then doing this recap, just the more and more I thought about it, the more I was like, 
I just don't like what they're doing. Yeah. And it's tough. No, it is it is really tough. And I think I it's think just... the problem with moral episodes sometimes is that they really focus on that to the point where they betray the plot to portray a moral. Right. Which is the a very odyssey of thing character for yeah, this end game. Hey, uh, Game of Thrones finale. Anybody? 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 No? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, there are some parts that I like, and as all Odyssey is concerned, like, the voice acting is very good. Yeah. I really do like Trent. Yeah, I like Trent, too. Oh, speaking of Trent and voice acting, sorry to butt in, but we it. didn't cover... Uh, Corey Padnos is the voice of Trent. Yeah. Um, who is, uh, hasn't done a ton of stuff, but like the 2000s era Charlie Brown cartoons, oh. he was Linus. Interesting. Um, and also, I threw this one in not because it's significant. That makes sense. Because, wow. What? Okay, yeah. continue. Because Linus is the only thing that's really significant on his resume, but I thought this was hilarious that this is on record. He voices the boy... In the Cat in the Hat ride at Universal Studios in Florida. Oh. So next time you're there, Chalk Squad, and you go go on that ride, you can be like, oh, the boy is, is Trent. Trent. <laughs> Chalk Squad road trip to, uh, to Universal. We can have our first meetup there. That is the worst idea we've had. Yeah, I would. I would we've had a lot of idea. bad ideas. That's true. Catch right. us with our new merch. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything to promote this week? I'm I'm promo free. I do not uh, have anything to promote either. Um, it is worth noting uh, there will not be any episodes of the Wadfam Chalkpod for the following two weeks after this comes yeah. out. Yeah, um, we're we're taking a mini hiatus. Yeah. We I I don't know. We we thought about doing this right after no like right it would have made sense to have a break between Novacom. And this, we instead got swept up in the excitement of it all. And we're like, yeah. we'll just keep releasing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we're falling a little bit behind. We're going to be off the next two weeks. I'll maybe throw up some surprises. We've got a lot of stuff that we cut from these episodes that yeah. might be fun to to drop. But we're not going to release any like full episodes, yeah, no full episodes on the next two weeks. And then we'll be back June 11th. Uh, um, no, it'd be the week after June 11th, so it'd be June 18th. Oh, you're right, you're right. Because this, yeah. Right, June 4th, June 11th, we'll be off June 18th. We're, we're back, back yeah. with uh, part one of Here Today, Here gone, Today tomorrow. gone Tomorrow. Heck yeah. So that's, right. that's coming your way. That's and that. Yeah, the, the summer schedule is going to be a little bit iffy. Just bear with us, but you yeah. know. It's that's, summer. That's it's, how it is. It's sporadic, it's vacations yeah. and stuff. It will give you time to catch up if you're working through the backlog. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Episode 31, It's All About Me, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. <laughs>